Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. One of the guys who has not just one, but two, both ears to the street, the pulse of the NBA, Brandon Scoopy Robinson. You can follow him on Twitter at Scoop B. Eitan Shander, Fox Sports Radio, The Gambler. Scoop, what's happening, brother? I'm tired. I'll be glad when Thursday at 3 p.m. hits. How about you? Oh, come on. This is the Super Bowl for you, man. Come on. You should be ready for this. this you're somebody we go to when it comes. You can't afford to be tired. I'm tired, but you know what? I could have been anywhere in the world, and I'm living my passion and my dream, so I will not. I promise you I will not complain. Fair enough. All right, let's start with the obvious, the big one, the four-team trade. Who walks away feeling the best? Not even necessarily the best team on this whole thing, but who feels the best after this trade is done of the fourth team, Scoop? Um, I'm still on the fence, uh, only because uh, literally Houston gave up a lot, uh, but when you really think about it, they got smaller. Offensively, their center is... Now six foot five, and that's today's NBA. It seems it feels more like the NBA is Division three basketball than it is, you know, Division one with you know big time centers. But I, I kind of give that trade an incomplete because I don't think the Houston Rockets are done. They've cleared up cap space. If I'm not mistaken, and my, my calculations are they've I think two point two million is cleared up in the mid level exception. The Rockets are either going to make a trade or sign someone in the next. 24 to 36 hours. So it's going to be interesting, but right now I have to give that trade an incomplete because uh, there are a lot more moving pieces that are that are definitely going to happen. Well, okay, let's look at it from Houston's standpoint then. A trade that's made or a move that's made by Houston, how much better are they going to be? And I know that that move still has to be made, but you can kind of put some sense of barrier up to know that it's not going to be a crazy deal, it's not going to be a minuscule deal. So how much better do you honestly think Houston will be after these two moves? The move that just happened and whatever the expected move is. Well... I think from a perspective of passing the basketball around, I definitely think um, that the Houston Rockets uh, have no shortage of guys like James Harden and, 
Russell Westbrook, uh, who can score at will. Um, when you look at the trade, uh, basically, uh, the Houston Rockets did give up Nene, um, who was hurt. Um, you did give up um, Clint Capella, who um, Robert Ory once told me, uh, everybody says they want to get max money, and to me, he's not a max player. They didn't really give up much um, because I think in the grand scheme of things, Clint Capella becomes a screen and roll um, a guy, a guy that if James Harden you know, is, is caught in a double team, he can lob the ball. Uh, but the thing is, uh, the Houston Rockets literally did give up not only Clint Capella and Nene, they did also give up uh, Gerald Green and a first-round pick for Robert Covington. You know who Robert Covington is well, the former 76er. He can do a lot. He was in that trade that ended up bringing Jimmy Butler to Philadelphia. Um, but like I said, um, I think that if the Rockets are looking to clear up cap space, um, there's been talk that Andre Drummond could find his way to Houston within the next 36, 24 to 36 hours. There's a lot that just goes into um, that trade. Uh, Minnesota is looking to clear cap space. Ultimately, they are looking uh, to find a way to get D'Angelo Russell uh, to Minnesota. But the thing is, the New York Knicks have been in uh, the Golden State Warriors' ear. Uh, and so I, I just think there are a lot of moving parts that go into it. Atlanta also wins, to be honest with you. I, I'd be remiss if I didn't talk about that. Uh, Atlanta had been making calls. They were trying to get anybody from Mobamba. Uh, th- th- there was talk um, that had that trade involved the Golden State Warriors, um, there were some other pieces that could have been moved. But ultimately, if I had to pick one winner, I know I've been noncommittal, I would say it's Atlanta because I think Atlanta is building for the future. They're a couple pieces away, an all-star away of doing something great. Uh, but right now I think Houston is clearing cap space, and I think they're looking to make one more big move before the trade deadline on Thursday. At Scoop B, branded Scoop B Robinson, joining us on the Dr. Glatt Regrow Your Hairline. Dr. Paul Glatt, Philadelphia's leading hair restoration doctor. The man is everywhere, so just get on there. I don't have time to list all the things you're doing, so I'm just going to direct people to your Twitter account. Or maybe I could sprinkle each rejoin. You know, NBC one time, CBS another time. I know you're working with Heavy now, right? At Heavy Sand out west, heavy.com. So the grind doesn't stop for you, bro. No, well, Heavy.com as a senior writer, and then the Scoop B Radio podcast. Uh, 2.1 million streams last year for anybody from uh, Jamal Crawford to Charles Barkley. Be looking out for Jamal Crawford wow. as well once the trade deadline goes down. But, yeah, that's it, man. All right, so I'm going to ask you a question, point blank. You have one move, and you can do whatever the hell you want. Joshua Harris has come to you, Scoop B, and said, look, man, I've been trying to figure this thing out. Elton can't. Sam Hinkie didn't. Brett Brown can't. Joel hates Al Horford. And Ben Simmons is in love for the fifth time, sixth time after getting cheated on. You have one thing. You can do whatever you want, but you can only do one thing. What's the first thing? And it could be a a multi-stage move if you want, like fire or trade somebody and bring somebody back in, but what's the one slash first thing you do to fix the Philadelphia 76ers? Find a way to go back in time and get J.J. Redick back because chemistry has been an Achilles heel for the 76ers all season. Um, when you look at the 76ers this season, there's a lot of guys who have to share the basketball, but you need a guy that's a role guy that can fit, that can find a way to bring these guys together. You would think it would be Tobias Harris. I like Tobias very much, but J.J. gets a level of respect um, that I think um, those guys in the locker room uh, like, and I think that's why 
Um, he has he has the ear of that New Orleans Pelicans locker room right now. If I had to go back in time, I would have found a way to find to, to resign JJ Redick. Man, it's crazy that Redick and Covington, two guys that were already here, were at the forefront and the top of names and realistic targets that the Sixers could bring back. And it it just seems like a total indictment of the front office, no matter who's in charge, that guys were here, they left, and they couldn't find anybody better from a fit standpoint. Yeah, I think you're right. I, I spoke with um, Tobias Harris about a week ago. Um, and we talked about chemistry, and we talked about um, the ability to, you know, finish it out. And, and, and I asked him who he thought their biggest competition was. This is with one J, uh, Tobias Harris, and he told me that he feels that, you know, they're their biggest competition, um, and that, you know, while they respect the Milwaukee's, the Boston's, the, the, the what have you, Philadelphia, their their own worst enemy is them, and they got to find a way to get it done. And you know, you, you hope that they get it done, but it's still a very long season. I know that there's been chance about firing Brett Brown. Uh, maybe you need to dig back into the trust, the, the process uh, uh, regime. But, um, you know, that he basically told me that uh, pretty much everybody who's in front of us is their biggest competition. And he told me, truth be told, our biggest competitors are ourselves, just figuring out, getting healthy, being a full throttle, ready to play as we get close to the All-Star break. So, a long season, but I know Sixers fans are frustrated right now. Absolutely, and, and I don't know if they fall into this category to try to put maybe a positive spin on it, but Indiana clearly hasn't looked like what we thought, and it's such a small sample size, right, since Victor Oladipo has returned. I don't know if you can count Brooklyn and Orlando since there is a gap between those two teams and the 5-6. And then the West, it, it's just a different conversation, of course, because you have the two L.A. teams and then everybody else. But of the Rockets through Grizzlies and the West and the Pacers through Magic in the East. Who's the most dangerous team that would start on the road right now in the playoffs? It's the Portland Trailblazers. Without a doubt. I think when you look at what Damian Lillard and, and is able to do, if you really look at the beginning of the, the, the Blazers' season, they season they were hurt. I mean, you still have Yusuf Yukif, Yukif Nurk, excuse me, who's who's hurt and hasn't come back yet. Your starting five once everybody's healthy is legitimately uh, Lehigh College's own CJ McCollum at the two guard position. You have Damian Lillard at the one. You have Carmelo Anthony at the three. Hassan Whiteside at the four, and Nurkic at the five. I don't know about you, but that's a 2K player's dream. <laughs> yeah, that's a very fair way to put it, by all means. And then coming off the bench, you have a defensive stopper in Trevor Ariza. If I'm the Western Conference, I'm a little worried about the Portland Trail Blazers. They are 23-28 and 28 right now, 6-4 and four in their last 10. Uh, but to be honest with you, we're talking about a Portland Trail Blazers team who was at one point behind the Phoenix Suns, who are now in 11th, and have lost uh, three straight. You know, they have Aiden and those guys, but you know, even the Minnesota Timberwolves started out hot. You know, once February and March hits, you get to see who the men are. The men are amongst boys. We knew what the Lakers and the Clippers can do. The Lakers are 30, 38 and 11. But then we knew that the Jazz were going to be a threat. We knew that the Nuggets, I believe that America began to know, or the nation at large and across the world, knew what the Nuggets could do in the playoffs last year. And, you know, they fortified some pieces uh, in the trade yesterday. So, you know, you look at Houston – they're, you know, it's a wait-and-see attitude. Dallas, I think you know Houston and Dallas. 
when it comes down to the playoff time, they may be up or down. But I think Portland is playing beneath their privilege right now, and a lot of it has to do with injuries. I mean, this is a team that went to the Western Conference and played the eventual Western Conference, uh, you know, champion, the you know the Golden State Warriors. So, adding Melo coming back from injury and Yusuf Nurkic in particular uh, finding his way back after the All Star break, Portland's going to be a problem. Yeah, man, it's a really great layout of Damian Lillard and, and the impact he can have night in and night out. Let's look at this from a betting perspective from a future standpoint. Scoopy joining us on the Dr. Glatt Regrow Your Hairline, Dr. Paul Glatt, Philadelphia's leading hair restoration doctor. What's more likely to happen? Giannis doesn't win the MVP or the Bucks win the championship? What's more likely to happen? Correct. Somebody else other than Giannis wins the MVP or the Bucks win the championship. The Bucks win the championship. Why is that? So let me make sure I have your question right. You know I'm on like three, four hours of sleep. You no, no, no. And, and you've dealt with me to know that it, if there's a miscommunication, <laughs> it's going to be on me. Okay. Ask me the question one more time so I know we're on the same page. Okay, so let's look at this, right? The futures are out, and Giannis is the stone-cold favorite to win the MVP. At the same okay. time, the Bucks, although they could be up there, I, I think it, there's a general belief it's going to be one of the L.A. teams to happen. So those are the two favorite things right now, which is Giannis has the MVP locked, and it's going to be one of the Lakers or Clippers teams to win the championship. So okay. which one of those scenarios is most likely or more likely not to happen, meaning it's not going to be Giannis winning the MVP, or it will be the Bucks winning the championship, not the LA teams. Oh, okay, I think the the Bucks not likely to win the championship. I think I think um, Giannis out that the combo is playing great basketball, but I also do think um, that the Lakers and the Clippers uh, will likely win the Western Conference, um, as well as win the win the championship this season. I, the one thing that I like about the Lakers, you know, I've had the post of what's been going on with the Lakers the last couple of years. Uh, the thing that I can say about that team at large is uh, their chemistry is everything. Um, when I look at the Clippers, chemistry and the fact that that, that uh, Kawhi Leonard is a solid assassin, um, I think Giannis Antetokounmpo lights out, proved that he was the league's MVP back in December uh, when the when the Bucks took care of business against the Lakers before Christmas. Uh, and the only other person that I think is legitimately the NBA's MVP is LeBron James or Anthony Davis. It's not a, a, an award that we talk about a lot as far as legacy. It's definitely not going to be thrown in there with MVP or finals MVP. But I'm curious from where you stand right now at Scoopy, of course, Brandon Scoopy Robinson joining us on the Dr. Glatt Regrow Your Hairline, Dr. Paul Glatt, Philadelphia's leading hair restoration doctor, comeback player of the year. Because that's always surrounding a really cool story. And we're far enough into the NBA season right now, Scoop, where you can kind of identify two or three cool stories that would be rewarded with that reward. Two underrated stories would be John Moran. One, and the fact that not only has he been um, consistent and proved a lot of people wrong since the NCAA tournament, uh, but he's leading a team without Andre Iguodala uh, playing uh, to a successful season thus far. Um, the second story would probably be the success of the, the, the Toronto Raptors without yeah. Kyle Leonard, currently sitting at 36 and 14 and have won 11 straight. Uh, Pascal Siakam has been playing lights out, and to be honest with you, watching Pascal Siakam playing in Toronto reminds me a lot of. Scottie Pippen 
the year after the, after Michael Jordan retired the first time, and they went toe to toe with the New York Knicks, and I think lost in the semifinals Scoop in '94. Um, Scotty, I think, was averaging 23 points that year, 22 or 23 points. Uh, don't sue me if I'm a point so off. I know this show is numbers based, but what I'll say is, uh, I, I talked to Scotty about this last season, and one thing Scotty said to me was, um, you know, he was kind of happy when when Michael retired because he got to show off you know, the type of player that he was and he knew he could be. So when I look at Siakam, I see a mirroring re- resemblance to when Scotty took over that Bulls team when Michael retired. Awesome, brother. I appreciate the time. As always, the insight looking ahead to the playoffs, MVP, and even Thursday night. And on your way out, just give us the shortened three hours of sleep Scoop B take on this whole thing. But there's no way the Sixers cover that big nine-point line tomorrow night in Milwaukee as bad as they've been playing, right? It's going to be tough, man, but but stranger things have happened. I didn't expect the uh, the Blazers to beat the Lakers on Friday night, and they definitely took care of business in memory of Kobe in L.A. So it's going to be tough, uh, but Milwaukee, to me, has always been one of my favorites in the Eastern Conference. As much as people pay attention to the Sixers and think they're going to the finals, I do have the Bucks pegged as my Eastern Conference choice. Uh, so I'm going to stick with that that spirit of, of, of Bucks, and I, I do think the Bucks uh, will take care of business tomorrow. Get some sleep. Hopefully, jerk radio hosts like me won't bother you for at least like another eight or ten hours. Man, it's always a pleasure. You make it easy, except for me not understanding your question, but we're going to make it work. I look forward to talking to you next time. That's normal. You should be used to this by now with me. (laughs) Scoop, I love you, brother. Thank you for the time. My man, I'll talk to you soon. You got it, Scoopy, on Twitter. Brandon Scoopy Robinson joining us on the Dr. Glad Regrow Your Hairline Doc. 